Hello everyone and welcome back to Exchanging Beauty for Ashes, formerly known as His Unlikely Source. Thank you guys for tuning in today. I am your host, Kimberly, and don't forget to subscribe and tell someone about this podcast. Also, you can go to my website at www.hisunlikelysource.org. I usually forget about that. I changed it. It's no longer .com. It's .org. And there you will check out my latest blog post. I just posted. So that's another podcast, but I'm just going to fill you in on a little bit. I have a production schedule now that's sitting in front of me, telling, letting me know what needs to be done. Like on the 15th of every month, I have to be sure that a podcast is posted. Um, no, a blog is posted. Sorry. See, I'm going wrong now. And twice a month, I am going to do a podcast, maybe three, because I have the YouTube channel as three times a month. And, mm, okay, well, I don't want to get off track. So, the reason why I changed his unlikely source, because everything was his unlikely source. So, there has to be something underneath it, a subtitle. Um, so Exchanging Beauty for Ashes came from Isaiah 61, where the prophet, of I- prophet Isaiah has declared his calling and standing in his calling to let people know that God wants to give them something for the pain and trouble that, that they have experienced. But first we as children of God must trust must learn to trust him first with the contents and that's not always easy guys but today's topic is about falling from grace and how we need God's mercy and forgiveness and this is not just those people those who are on a journey or who's trying to figure out what is going on in their lives this is for those who call themselves men and women of God Um, Christ followers, Jesus lovers, and they are making it more difficult for those who are struggling to get to where they're going. So I listened to this podcast last night and I felt where my sister was coming from. She's not my biological sister, guys, but my sister in Christ. Not many of us Christ followers would care to admit this kind of hypocrisy. But this goes on in so many of our lives that we we care to even admit, okay, we are showing our family members who are struggling on our journey, especially our children, what is the true image of God? What does Christ look like? We mask it as, well, they should know better. Whether they fall in or whether they chose to live their lives a certain way, and whether or not they choose to do the things that we said that they ought to do. But come on, are we actually doing everything that God said that we should do? (laughs) We don't like that. We don't like that. Those type of revelations are for those who are really trying to grow in their faith, in their walk. So today I read from Matthew 23, verses 13 to 15. And it reads like this. It is bad for you teachers of the law and proud religious law keepers 
You who pretend to be someone you're not. You keep men from going into the holy nation of heaven. You are not going yourself. <laughs> hey, that's bad. Okay, and you do not allow those to go in who are about to go in. It is bad for you, teachers of the law and proud religious law keepers. You who, <clears throat> sorry, you who pretend to be someone you're not. You take houses from poor women whose husbands have died. Then you try to cover it up by making long prayers. Wow. Don't we often do that? We cover things up. We, we know that we're wrong. We don't want to admit that we're wrong. But let me go pray for you because you need my prayer. No. <laughs> that does not impress God. Okay, let me finish reading. You will be punished all the more because of this. It is bad for you teachers of the law and proud religious law keepers. You who pretend to be someone you're not. You go over land and sea to win one follower. When you have him, you make him twice as much a child of hell as you are. Who are you talking about? Those that are close to us, our family members, our children. We will go out of our way to get that stranger. But when it comes to our children and those that live in our household, they are seeing the way that you are. Why they lie? Why they are not integral? Because you're not. Okay? They see. They, kids do not, including us, children of God, we have to see it in action. We could read the Bible all day, but we see something else is done. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to follow. Our granddaughter, she picks up everything that she sees. And then we sit there and wonder, where did she get that from? She got it from us. So, anywho, guys, let me come back because I want to finish letting you know something. It is the reason why we act that way and the reason why we are in that position. It is our pride. Our pride that blinds us to what is wrong in our own home. We ought to train our children in the way that they should go, and when they are old, they will not depart from it. Babies do not come with manuals, guys. Children don't come with manuals. Children of God do not come with manuals. Well, yeah, we, come with, we have the Bible. Okay, I just went a little bit too far with that. But not only we come with manuals, but we need to see it in action. You know those certain things, those manuals, those instructions that come inside of um, like saying, put, putting together something as I'm looking around my place, a printer or a table or something like that. You could read, but then you also need the visual part of it to kind of help you place, put it together. And that's how it is on our walk, okay? Babies do not come already potty trained or knowing how to properly put their shoes on or clothe themselves or feed themselves. They do not know how to do anything until they're trained to do it. You can't say to a fallen baby, well, you should know better. <laughs> a fallen baby sometimes will get up by themselves when encouraged, or they will sit and cry because they need help to get up. You guys, that's big right there. That should be like a staple right there. Every time when we want to go out there, Get on a high horse and preach 
Christ or preach what people are doing wrong in their own lives. Because we made it, or because we got through that obstacle or that challenge in our life, doesn't mean that it's going to be easy for someone else. It wasn't easy for you. I have to pause on that one for a second because I, I want you to really digest that. As Christians, we ought to remember that when someone is in our own home who stumbles or make a mess, we need to remember that. Because how many times did God have to clean up our mess, redirect us, and help us get back up? How many times did God have to show, him, show us His grace, even now, because we all sin and fall short of the glory of God, but we forget that because we've become perfect, righteous, self-righteous in our own eyes. We make it harder for those close to us to follow him, and that is bad for us because in the end, with all the followers and all the likes and all the hugs and praise that you get from strangers, it's all for naught. If we're slamming doors on the ones you call family. We should always be mindful of our, of our words when we speak. We should make sure our kids know that following Christ, what that looks like. It is not the walk of perfection because there have been many falls and bumps and bruises. Those that make for great testimonies. As we witness to others about God's unwavering love for us. Even during the times we disappoint him most. So whenever you feel like coming down hard on your children, remember God. Remember his grace. Remember his mercy. Because even today, you didn't have to wake up to listen to this podcast. Even today, you did not have to open your eyes. But he blessed you with another one to help try to get it right. In Matthew 23, it talks about what God is to, it talks about what it is to look good on the inside. And on the inside behind closed door, doors, we are full of sin. We want to be outside preaching and praising and we want to talk, act like that we know it all. And that everything is perfect, pretending that everything is perfect. But when we go inside, it's a mess. Pretending to be someone we're not. God is not pleased. He's not thinking about, oh, I'm not pleased with your family member, just like you're not pleased with them. He's not pleased with us. He's not pleased with us. Imagine, we pretend to know better. So God wants us to do better. Loving our neighbors do not exclude our loved ones. Those are the ones who need it the most. They need, our, they need to see God's grace because they are trying to live up to what they see. And it's hard. You got to tell them, listen, I wasn't always here. I have a journey. My journey's inside my book. They could read that or I could tell them. I tell them that all the time. I have a story for just about everything. <laughs> okay, yes, I see you struggling with that now. But guess what? I know a guy who can get you through that. There's many times I have to catch myself. As a parent, yes, you're going to get upset because of what your kids have done. But let them know that you love them and that forgiveness is always there.
And remember that your walk is not theirs, okay? They have to walk their walk. But what you have to do is be a covering for them. Protect them through prayer. Ask God, ask God to give them mercy. Give them grace. And not like what he done for you, but all the more. So as a parent, I know I must continue to redirect and extend love to my family. Because I know, I know firsthand it's not always easy getting back up. Sometimes you just want to stay there. So that's my little high horse thing. And it's not for you. It's more so for me. Because I know for a fact as a follower and as a lover of Jesus Christ that Jesus the Christ that I know I was there once probably just recently that I keep saying that my kids know better my kids know better but do they really they, yes because of how old they are does not mean that they know better they have to walk their journey they have to walk it out but you have to continue to show that love of God to them until it sinks in. Never give up on your own family member. Never give up on your own children, your household. Listen, it's not worth it. It's not worth it because you can lose your place in line to get into those golden gates and you don't want that. Because you could say that, God, but I did this and I did that. I Worshiped, I went to church, I sang in the choir, I fed the homeless, but what did you do with your own children? What did you do inside your own household? I gave you gifts. Those gifts are your children. I gave you gifts. What did you do with them? Oh, they should know better. He could say, well, you should know better too. He could say, depart from me. I never knew you. Those are the words that you do not want to hear the Lord say. <laughs> um, so, guys, let me pray out, as I always do. Dear Father God, I ask you right now to have mercy on us, O oh Lord. Dear Father God, I ask that you continue to guide us and lead us, continue to correct us, continue to give us revelation when we are doing wrong, O oh Father God, so that we could correct it. God, have mercy on our family our friends, those in our household. Dear Father God, I ask that you continue to walk before them, go before them, Lord Father God. Make their crooked path straight, Lord Father God. Whatever the things that they have to go through, Lord God, dear God, I ask that you continue to give them mercy and grace until they find their way back to you, God. Dear Father God, I ask that you continue to look on those that are listening. Dear Father God, I ask that you continue to Touch their household, Lord Father, their job, whatever that they may be going through, Lord Father God, just you are already in it and already changing it around for their good. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye, guys. See y'all next time.